Support for this podcast is provided by Brick. Brick provides you with talent intelligence that works, eliminating biases, time constraints and inefficient decisions in a world that's increasingly rejecting subjectivity. Brick's end-to-end AI-driven talent intelligence empowers you to make data-driven decisions across the employee lifecycle. From hiring, development and mobility to performance optimization and culture, Brick's science-backed approach is the only solution to inform every talent milestone by combining your data with their validated psychometrics. Visit Brick.com, which is spelled B-R-Y-Q, to book a demo with the talent intelligence team and realise the full potential of your business. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 411 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Over the last few months, I've been researching the practical effects of the Great Resignation. We've heard the stories of talent acquisition professionals from the US, Europe and Australia on what is truly a global issue. One country I really want to know more about, though, is India, one of the biggest global markets for tech talent. My guest this week is Adi Singh, Director, Head of Talent Acquisition at Informatica. Adi has overall responsibility for designing and deploying Informatica's talent acquisition strategy across India and gives us a great insight into what Informatica is doing to stand out in one of the most competitive talent markets on the planet. Hi, Adi, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me here. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do? I'm Aditya. I head talent acquisition for a company called Informatica. Informatica is an enterprise cloud data management company which empowers uh, data. And uh, today, the whole world is speaking about data, and we are the organization which fuels data. We are powered by AI, cloud first, cloud native, and that's the direction the organization is going. Uh, quickly about me, uh, I've been in the talent acquisition industry for about 20 years now, and uh, Majority of my career has been between Informatica and Accenture. So that's me, Matt, career recruiter by choice. Fantastic stuff. Now, over the last uh, few months on the podcast, we've been talking, obviously, extensively to talent acquisition professionals about the challenges that they have in the talent markets and recruiting talent. And I, it occurred to me, I hadn't actually spoken to anyone in India for a while on the show, actually. And I think people will be really interested to find out more about what the talent market looks like where you are. So what is the sort of the current state of, you know, the availability of talent in India, particularly for sort of the technical skills that you're recruiting for? Yeah, but it's an interesting uh, space to be in India. Engineering is one of the most preferred stream stream of education in India. The funny part is, uh, you know, we spoke about it earlier. I think that the most most the world is now on the verge of being realizing that technology is going to play an important part as we grow further up. In India, if you look at the landscape, large companies have their tech setup, R and D setups in in India. Uh, specifically, you have huge uh, setups for fintech, which is growing extensively, and edtech, uh, the other place. Uh, 
India saw a huge rise of startups. 2021, we saw about 44 unicorns which were born. And this year, I was reading a report, we will hit about 70, almost doubling that number. So you can imagine the talent, the, the pressure on the workforce, right? And I was reading today's paper, uh, there's something called Decacons, right? These are $10 billion companies. Now India has the fifth one, which has just come into play, which is Swiggy today. So, you know, huge, uh, you know, pressure on getting talent. But also what companies have realized during COVID, Matt, is that a lot of the tech talent now lies in India. They start post, uh, they've realized they've opened more tech setups in India. You name the GICs, you name the IT setups. All of them have huge tech setups in India and it will continue to grow. The other part when it comes to technology landscape in India is this huge movement because in 2018-19, you saw an emphasis on more of automation, right? But then suddenly, uh, you know, with the coming of COVID, we went back to digitization and we wanted people back. So there is such an influx of both hiring and also retaining people, which has become a huge plethora of, uh, you know, issues for all the employers as we speak. Interestingly, the good part is in India, the technology landscape when it comes to fresher hiring has increased lately. So a lot of companies are investing in hiring from engineering schools a lot. So that, you know, the tech ecosystem has enough people around for it to build. And the last part is um, in the cloud space, which everybody's today speaking about. India is now on the, is basically the third when it comes to uh, the cloud story. And the way we are growing, we are on the verge of being number second in the way technology is growing very fast. So interesting market, difficult market if you're an employer, but yeah, very exciting to be in this market. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I suppose to, to zoom in on that employer employer part, talk us through the, the recruiting challenges that, that you have specifically at Informatica. Yeah, uh, everybody, not me, I think so. all talent acquisition uh, leaders have a similar issue when it comes to uh, getting talent. Now, the problem is everybody is looking at the same pie for talent, right? Uh, you have all the big GICs and the candidate also realizes for a fact that it's their market right now. So, you know, so it's like a candidate-led market. So the challenge is to, you know, attract uh, talent to your organization because everybody is hiring at the same place. The la landscape itself is changing a lot uh, when it comes to technology. Uh, you, know, you know, you have dev, now you have DevOps, you know, uh, you know, you have low code, no code, a lot of things which are coming up as we move into the technology landscape. And you need to hire someone who would, be working with you for a longer period of time because there's a lot of investment from an upskilling standpoint, from an organization standpoint. Uh, there are, an organization still face a lot of post offer in it, which had gone up in the last half of the year because that's where every company was was hiring at that pace. Right? So, so the story around your employee value proposition now plays an important part uh, when it comes to any company. The EVP of saying that, hey, what am I so different as compared to your the other competitor who's there in the market? So yeah, it's changed a lot. It's improving, but at the same time challenging. And the new addition is the Gen Z, which has just walked in, which which was born with a mobile phone on the on the hand. So you know, it's becoming more uh, challenging because for them the expectation of life is very different to somebody else uh, at a different uh, workspace. Right? So. 
interesting, as I said, interesting landscape to be in today, uh, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned EVP there and, and really sort of, you know, showcasing what the the company stands for and not just recruiting people, but recruiting people who all stay with the business. Just to sort of dive into that a little bit deeper, what do you do to kind of stand out in this crowded market? How do you get the right people to join Informatica and to probably more importantly, just to, to stay? Yeah, as I said, EVP, which you started the conversation with, plays an important part of which is a differential between you and the other people in the market. It's like a Venn diagram. And, you know, you basically see what matches you and what is the differential about your competitors and seeing where it overlaps. So that's one big part uh, from an attraction standpoint. You know, where, where we are unique when it comes to flexibility, the way we are able to connect with the candidate. We use current technology from an assessment standpoint of uh, looking at uh, the kind of talent we want to hire. Also, uh, you know, looking at, as I, as I spoke about, there is a constant engagement with the candidate map which we do, which is through the whole life cycle. We don't leave the candidate cold. So there are a lot of webinars we also invest in, which we speak about on technology, where the people get to know what's happening from an organization standpoint. So there is a lot of work which happens in the, in the in the engagement space with the candidates and also with the campuses which we land up hiring from. So those, and last but not the least, there is huge intake, huge work which happens from internal mobility standpoint. Because while, you know, you can't be a running tap, right? You know, you can't have, you know, hiring people at the same time, using people at the same time. We are, as an organization, we are very clued in to retaining people, upskilling them, moving them in their career direction. So once people see that, they stay in the organization you know, for a longer period of time. And also we amplify these stories across through LinkedIn and various other channels for people to see how different we are as a player. And if you look at some of the uh, places like Glassdoor, we have exceptional rating in all of these places. So a candidate today, uh, you know, they, are, they want to work with organizations which transparent, uh, which are more employee-friendly as we go on further. And the last part is flexibility. I think we have enough flexibility in our system right now when it comes to from a technology standpoint for enabling people to work. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi, everyone. I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com pod. That's www.wonolo.com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. So we sort of talked about the pandemic and the, the, the impact of it a little bit at the, the start of the, the conversation. But obviously, the 
the big news in terms of the world of work from the pandemic has been the the enormous rise of of remote work and people being able to uh, tap into remote talent pools. What are the impact and implications of that for you in terms of talent supply and and the talent pools that you can tap into? So remote working is a big boon uh, when it comes to, if you look at, if you look at go back, step back, we've we've sat through three cusps of uh, industrialization. One was the industrialization which happened electricity. Uh, second one was the dot-com, which happened in the 2000. You had, now we are sitting on hybrid, we're sitting on a cusp where people are realizing, hey, work can be done from home, actually. It's not like work from home, what it was earlier, to what it is today. So remote working has enabled a lot of employers by virtue of adoption of digital technology extensively. What they have realized is they can tap into talent, one, Work can be done remotely. Work can be done from home. I think first organizations have realized it. The whole concept has changed a lot. There is, you can tap into multiple pools of talent in other cities where you wouldn't have ever gone. Mm. Also, for a fact that now with with, their, with COVID, people have realized that they rather be paid little less, but rather be at home. So you are able to tap into all of that talent. Your attrition can be controlled because for the individual that he or she is working out of their home almost. So they don't want to look at uh, outside. Flexibility now plays an important part when it comes to remote because it enables you to, uh, you know, build your work around your life, not the other way around, which normally has been happening for, for most of us. And as I said in the starting, flexibility has been the key part. Is a big realization as we have moved from further up when it comes to technology, uh, when it comes to remote work, I think it gives us enough to the both to the employer and to the employee to plan their work accordingly, right? So last but not the least, I think so it's a far more safer environment for the time being, right? Uh, we are all cooped up at home and you, I hope this pandemic goes off after a period of time. But then remote working gives you nimbleness as an organization. Because if your big city goes down, you still have people in other cities who can still work. So there's a BCP, which is to some extent, which is coming into play when it comes to that. And and as I said, there's diverse work, workforce, right? You have people who would have left their jobs, want to be at home, but then realize, hey, I can work from this location. People have older parents. People want to pursue other hobbies, but want to stay at home. All of this has enabled talent pool extensively. So... Remote working, I hope uh, the organization embrace it more as we go further up because it will be a big, uh, not exactly a selling point, a big boon for a lot of people around uh, for them to get things done. I think that uh, that's, that's a big thing, uh, Matt, if I look at from a future standpoint. Absolutely, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. There, one of the other things that's obviously happened over the last couple of years has been this this kind of huge leap forward in the adoption of recruiting technology to support various aspects of talent acquisition. How does technology play a part in your strategy? It's a huge part, Matt. Uh, example is digitization. So if you if you can't do a video interview, you are as good as uh, you know dead in the market. So it's enabled organizations one giving time back. So if we break down the recruiting process today, the first part is the sourcing part, right? Uh, there are enough tools now in the system or across the world, which will basically look a resume and look at the job description and 
best find the best fit out of it so that's where it's 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 enabled it's given time back to recruiter to business you know so so you know which are the best fit and this works big this works a lot for large scale companies when you have thousand people applying for one singular job right? so it enables it saves time the recruiter can do quality work on conversations ai is further driven into you know further conversations into chatbots like a lot of time candidates have queries on basic things on benefits tell me about benefits tell me about where is your office some of those basic things that can be answered through a chatbot you don't need to speak to a recruiter so ability to answer at that period of time immediately solves an issue for for a for a candidate because you're solving something he or she knows it's a chatbot but end of the day we are chatting because we would want to solve something for ourselves right also there is evident of self scheduling you know which has happened extensively now in india is as simple as that if if you want to catch a movie if you want to book it online you can go ahead and book a slot lot of organizations are investing in this area where basically if you want to give an interview and you clear the first filtration round there will be some multiple slots which will be open and you go ahead and click on it once you get a confirmation back that's it you get an invite back to your mailbox so plus in addition to that there is huge investment on assessment tools which is not something new uh, but more about getting the right person in it gives one the candidate time to give the interview or the assessment at his or own time it also enables the business to relook at it or multiple people to look at the same profile and say okay i think this doesn't ma- matches to me but it might match to someone else at the same time so that's huge and codeathon hackathons these are the way a lot of organizations are throwing out their problems looking at the intelligent talent which they want to hire from a from a market standpoint and the last but not the least is um, data analysis that uh, which plays now an important part because as i started we are a data management company if you can make sense out of the data which you get and your solutioning is data driven uh, you can go wrong so technology has got a huge part uh, the role of recruiter ha- has to evolve and is evolving to making sure that how do i as a recruiter spend more valuable time with my stakeholders on getting them away from recruiting so that they deliver on what they're supposed to do instead of getting involved in recruiting absolutely and as a final question sort of really following on from that How do you think talent acquisition is going to innovate over the next couple of years? If we were having this conversation again in 2024, what would we be talking about? I would love to have this conversation again in 2024. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think AI will play an important part. Uh, we talked about chatbots doing the basic conversation right now, but the chatbots doing the first part of identifying, assembling, shortlisting, doing everything initially and getting the right profile back to business that would also mean having a intelligent conversation with the candidate that's what technology from a basic standpoint would start uh, and the second part is data as i spoke about the problem is a lot of organizations have huge data uh, the other issue is a lot of organizations their recruiting team will have one tool the hr team will have another tool and another team will have another tool so all can't marry with each other right so you need strong data analysis i think this is one area which will play an important part to get analytics make sense and 
take informed decisions looking at data from a futuristic standpoint. The other part is recruiting marketing, which we spoke about, right? Uh, which will play a huge part because you should one know where your talent lies. That means you need to know uh, where the community is sitting. So if I'm going to go and hire people who are user interface guys, I need to understand where where do we have React communities, React JS communities, or particular communities, and go and do a sniper approach into those areas. That will uh, play an important part and. As I said, augmented intelligence uh, will only help us, you know, get the right answer back to the candidate. And last but not the least, um, it's all about the candidate experience. While we will have technology to enable us, we as people or recruiters need to make sure that we use this information, we use this time effectively to evolve our roles around talent acquisition. Otherwise, you know, uh, you know, it will still be what it was earlier, right? So, but yeah, this is the most interesting space, Matt. And if you look at HR as a landscape, the majority of investments in technologies have always happened in talent acquisition. Right? So, I think that's the direction. You know, uh, I see a lot of things, and the good part is things are already happening thanks to COVID now. So, moving at a faster pace. Addy, thank you very much for talking to me. Thanks, My thanks to Addy. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.